You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Any good life plan should begin with what is in the best interest of the person for whom the plan is being designed. Ideally, that means that specific individual is in full command of his or her mental faculties and is capable of making reliable and informed decisions. Henry Villanueva, legal counsel at McMillan, says good early planning can eliminate the potential for financial abuse, which is a particular problem for the elderly. A recent survey from Vancouver of 2014 revealed that uh, 41% of older adults experience financial abuse. Actually, the Human Rights Commission reports that 62% of abuse is money-related. And this is an increasingly alarming trend. And we want to make sure that the public is aware of this so that we can uh, deal with the problem and incorporate it in our planning to prevent such scenarios. Do you see it when clients come into the office? Oh, definitely. Uh, We have some great stories of family members who genuinely care about uh, uh, their parents and elders, some caregivers who honestly just want to help. But besides that, uh, being a lawyer at Macmillan, I've read a lot of case law that says otherwise. There are a lot of scenarios and cases that uh, show financial elder abuse and uh, the trend is increasing and we want to make sure that people are aware. Early life planning can minimize the potential for abuse of a senior's financial affairs, even by family members. Henry Villanueva says that's a problem that he sees all too often. It's a clear example of uh, adult children taking advantage of their uh, senior parents or elder parents who might not have lost capacity yet, but might be getting there. Uh, And what some adult children also fear is that should the parent or adult senior parent uh, enter into a state of incapacity, uh, the estate of the parent might be spent for their maintenance rather than um, being left behind for them uh, as a form of inheritance. So what they want to prevent, what these optimistic optimist children want to prevent is the exhaustion or the estate being all spent on medicals and maintenance and uh, daycare and uh, uh, facilities rather than being uh, sent down to them by inheritance. Too often, a family member or a caregiver can try to make decisions in the name of the best interests of a senior. Too often, such decisions don't benefit the senior at all. Sad to say, we have to make sure that uh, our clients' intentions are uh, set in stone because we live by that. So one of the appropriate actions in this case was for uh, the niece to obtain legal and medical advice as far as the capacity of the aunt. We wanted to make sure that doctors examine the aunt and attest and provide an opinion that she is making this decision in her right mind and being capable of doing so. Because capacity is a big thing. If an individual does not have the capacity, we can't take instructions. And if the individual is trying to make a power of attorney in the state of being incapacitated already, that we will not allow such illegal acts to uh, to happen. The bottom line on this is pretty clear. Get the paperwork in place, do your power of attorney and, uh, and, and things of that nature um, early enough in life so that you are in charge and nobody else can deny that you are in full 
mental capacity. That's correct, Peter. And Henry Villanueva tells one story of an overinterested caregiver who tried to advise her client on what to do with her estate during a meeting with McMillan staff. We also noticed that the caregiver was overly interested in what the discussions were. A lot she of, should never have been in the room, it seems to me. She, if, she, if the elderly person was in, at least at that point, in full possession of her faculties, uh, there's no reason for the caregiver to be there. It's none of her business. That's correct. And we respect uh, the instructions of her client if they want somebody in the room or n- somebody to not be in the room. Uh, but in this particular case, uh, the caregiver wasn't only just sending down water, but the elder individual requested specifically that she wanted the caregiver to be in the room and part of the discussion as well. Uh, We were asking the elder woman about her financial matters, but the caregiver was chiming in as well. So we found this to be a red flag, and especially when we're asking the, uh, the woman about her financial bank accounts on why certain withdrawals were made, she couldn't recall, and it was the caregiver who was giving the answers. Now, that was particularly bizarre, especially since these withdrawals were out of the ordinary and not part of her usual day-to-day living expenses. So for these expenses to be with to be done and to be and for the caregiver to, to be providing answers instead of the woman, these were red flags again of some instances where there might be some financial abuse. We also noted that uh, the caregiver was overly interested in the net worth, was overly interested in the existing personal planning documents, and to a certain extent proposing revisions to those documents as well. So for us, uh, it was very uncomfortable. Uh, We wanted to have private time with uh, the woman, but the woman felt that it was very important for the caregiver to be there again, and she needed the caregiver there for support. So we were afraid that something different might be going on uh, if there was any form of... um, Uh, harassment by the caregiver or uh, any form of pressure coming from the caregiver to the woman. Uh, These were things we were thinking about. That's why we put a halt on her planning. We wanted to uh, meet with her at a different location and maybe talk to her uh, uh, professionals such as her doctor on what's going on and talk to her family as well because we wanted to make sure that the family is aware that this might be going on. McMillan Estate Planning founder Sherry McMillan reminds us that family dynamics and keeping peace in the family are important factors in good estate planning. Communication within the family unit is something McMillan staff take very seriously to eliminate the kinds of financial abuse that can ruin a family's harmony. There's a lot of conflict that can arise when everybody's in a heated emotional state due to a loss of someone they love. And this is where people are not maybe balanced in the first calendar year of losing someone they love. And there's also what we call spousal influence. So 
you know, the child may feel, okay, well, I'd like to honor mom and dad's wishes, but there may be somebody behind them in their ear called their partner says, well, I don't think that's right, or I don't think that's fair. And so like, generally speaking, if you have three children, you actually have six people having a voice. And so I think it's really important to contemplate the fact we're going to have measures of conflict. What's important is to talk about it today, not when it happens, but today and forecast what you think could happen and mitigate that risk. And you can. So I'll give you a case study of a lovely family we had the opportunity to work with. Um, Ultimately, when we were working with them, there was an assumption in this family that their daughter would inherit their family business. They felt she would because she was working in the family business and their son was not. Um, However, when we started a more full you know, conversation with the family themselves, we asked one question to the children and it was, we're preparing your mom and dad's life plan and the estate plan. And we want to understand, you know, what is sentimental to you in the estate? Because it's usually the sentimental things that will cause the conflict. And so interestingly, the daughter said, um, well, I care about a particular poem my mom wrote. I want to have the original poem. And I said, well, what about, you know, the family business? And she said, oh, I hate the family business. I just go there because I love dad. Um, So here's this parent group assuming, making an assumption. Yet the son said, I must inherit the family business because it's their family name. But he wasn't even in the family business at the time. So, you know, knowing those pieces of information allowed us to remaneuver in their life. And we now have the son in the family business and it's fantastic. His sister's definitely going to inherit the family poem. um, And we are going to have harmony because we understood in advance what the issues may be and we've solved them. And so when it comes to that situation, there won't be high emotion around the decisions the parents made because there was participation. Now, I want to be careful because we are living really long today that you don't share numbers with the children. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting concept because it's the concept that offends and it's the concept that causes disharmony. It's not the numbers. So for example, if they want to inherit the family business, we need to know that. They don't have to know what the value of the family business is and they don't have to know that we're buying out the sister with you know cash assets, but we have to hit the main objectives appropriately. In other cases, Peter, where we have concerns um, about elder abuse or things of that nature. And that happens as well. We have, you know, many elderly couples that come in and one of the partners is losing capacity, um, is they want to put trust protection around that elder partner so that, you know, there can be no elder abuse of accessing funds and utilizing the wealth that they have because they want to preserve it for the bloodline. So you can see that this is about real life. It's not about one moment in time I've died, that's just a small fraction on the whole planning approach because the plan should encapsulate both the joyous things you're going to do in life. Like, are you going to buy that property in California and go? Are you going to buy a yacht and go sailing? I have many clients who do crazy, wonderful things like buy helicopters and start a new business in Barbados for fun. You know, these are the things that we're adventuring into. Well, you need to be safeguarded when you're doing that because usually you're not going back to work, you want to be progressing forward. And so we want to put those fences in place for you so that that is not even a worry. You can just move forward in your life and enjoy your hard work. Elder abuse and family dynamics, avoiding the first and supporting the second, all part of what Macmillan Estate Planning tries to do for its clients. 
That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.